Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Yes, it is just my voice you are hearing because that happy birthday goes out to Doug Eddy, whose birthday it is. He unfortunately could not make it tonight, so you're just going to hear us, Sue, James, and I. We are here, and we are going to go over rookie quarterbacks. It's just going to be a nice little quick pod. There's not too much news. we got to really dig into. Nothing has really hit on the Rodgers stuff or Lamar Jackson, so we can just go right past that. But uh, let's get right into it. James, how are you? I'm doing great, man. I I, I finished uh, an 18-hole round of golf today. First one of the season. Super stoked about that. Couple pars, couple bogeys, a uh, couple double and triple bogeys. But, you know, first round of the, of the season. Happy about how it came out. And um, now I'm ready to talk some football with you. Nice. I am excited. And the only real news I really want to talk about is Irv Smith, formerly of the Minnesota Vikings, is uh, he just signed with the Bengals a one-year, $1.75 million contract. That's great to hear, but honestly, I think they're drafting a tight end very early in the draft. Irv Smith, if he would have proven it, it would have been now. Nice part about it, though, is he's 24 years old still, so he is uh, he's getting some life. He's on the ventilator coming back from uh dynasty death pretty much so irv smith he, he's gained a little bit of value but i don't see much out of this what do you think i i think it's a it's a good thing we've seen some quarterbacks in, uh play for the cincinnati Bengals that have actually elevated into into better contracts uh hayden hurst just as an example just landed a three-year deal um i think it's a resurrection contract you know he's only getting paid 1.75 million on this contract and uh you know, they, they don't target the, the tight end super heavy in Cincinnati. However, they are down by the goal line a lot. And I think uh, Irv Smith could could actually uh, have a chance here just to prove it anyway. He will, he'll definitely be an underdog, which, hey, this podcast brought to you by Underdog. Don't forget to use the code DHH when you submit and start a profile and they will match up to $100 of anything you put in. So you put in $20, they're going to give you $20 right back. You put in $100, they'll give you $100 right back. By using code DHH, that can happen. There's tons of things you can go on. There's baseball started. You know what? I hate fantasy baseball, but daily fantasy baseball, I can do. You don't know why? I don't have to deal with submitting lineups every single day for a weekly matchup. Oh, I hated fantasy baseball just for that, just the grind almost. But you know what? Daily fantasy baseball, perfect for the people that do not like that. So I would suggest to go on there, submit a profile, use code DHH, and get that money back. Because you know what? You're going to use it anyways. You know, it, you're going to sit here and think to yourself, hey, I don't want to get this. Then all of a sudden, a week later, you're going to be like, oh, I really want to play some fantasy. And you're going to get it. So you might as well just do it now. Hit pause. Go ahead and do it. Once again, code DHH to match up to $100. Uh, James, yeah, we have one spot in the listener league. Oh, Let's yeah, roll the wheel. We got a wheel. Oh, we got a wheel. Get we out of town. We have a wheel. 
And you know what? We're going to spin this bad boy. We got Let's six it. entries. It looks like at Josh Elliker, at BC. Yeah. At Cooliotastic, at FFB Garage, at Dynasty Jacks, at BP, BP. You want to say that one? <laughs> uh, B person can 23. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Let's spin the wheel. The winner gets the spot. And here we go. Oh, spinning. It's spinning. Get lucky. It's B. Cole SC. Welcome B. Cole to the listener league. SC is the winner. Hey. Congrats. We will I'll reach out to you on Twitter and we will get you all set up so you can just snuggle right into that team. I don't think it's too bad. Not sure, but hey, we will find out. All right, James. I want to yeah, get buddy. right I want to get right into this whole meat and potatoes session of Wow, we're not going to talk any news? I I I looked over your news. I appreciate it. You know what? I honestly don't think it's a huge deal right now for dynasty some of them are just kind of nitpicking because we are very news hungry i just mm. want to get into these prospects because there's a lot to get into especially a quarterback i just want to give the people what they came for and that is really right. quarterback discussion let's unpack it then let's get right into it all right we're gonna start out with cj stroud who okay. is most people's one-on-one i want to hear the pros of cj stroud first give me the pros the positives. I mean, the first and foremost, the the silky smooth transitions of of passes. Like we we've seen it, we've seen it in his in his combine. We saw it in his pro day. Like the guy just doesn't miss, and it, I I believe it's going to translate to the next level. And he's a, definitely a day one starter with whatever team he lands on. I believe it's a toss up between the Houston Texans. And the Carolina Panthers, you know, uh, the next guy, Bryce Young, it's it's either or for these two. I don't see any other team moving up closer to grab one of these guys, although they should. Both are are definitely uh, positive standpoints and probably the top two prospects in the draft for Superflex. Oh, I completely agree. For me, CJ Stroud, the positives, uh, you know, he's 6'3", 214 pounds. He's 21 years old. He will turn 22 on October 3rd. Hand size, 10 inches, perfect, right where you need it. Pros, great size, you know, comparable to the next guy we'll probably talk about. Elite accuracy on the deep ball. It's it's if his wide receiver isn't going to get it, nobody is. Like, that's the thing. Like, he, he doesn't really throw into danger, and it's usually if his re- receiver is going to get it, it's going to get it. If not, nobody is. He's got a quick release when throwing out on screens. He's quick to get the ball, quick out. I love seeing that. Uh, no wasted movement when throwing, which is always great to see with young quarterbacks. Um, he was good in 2021, but he honestly, I saw major changes going from 2021 to 2022 with footwork and his release. And we'll get into that a little bit in the cons, but his Georgia tape was greatness. His Georgia tape was elite. And that yes. Georgia team, I've watched a lot of quarterbacks, you know, against Georgia in this whole entire session. Georgia destroyed people like they were constantly getting pressure and you know what CJ Stroud avoided it. I like that tape. There's some cons. So let's get into it. James, you start first with the cons. 
Yeah, the the one con that we notice uh, comparing like apples to apples from C.J. Stroud to Bryce Young is C.J. Stroud, he's more of a pocket passer. He's not going to run crazy. He's not going to jump outside the pocket. Uh, I am a little worried if he get if he does get flushed out of the pocket, does his accuracy start to weather a little bit? Um, but it's it's hard to really nitpick these guys too much. Um, C.J. Stroud had the wonderful wide receiver core in Ohio State. Um, does he slack a little bit if he doesn't have superstars around him at the next level? And that is one of my concerns, but m- very minimal concern for this quarter. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he needs to throw it away when there's really nothing there. I've seen a lot of times he's he's really trying to slide the ball in. Yeah. Uh, in 2021, I, I mentioned this to you, he had kind of antsy feet. It was really quick steps when he's in the pocket waiting. I, I saw it in 2021, did not see it in 2022. So that's something that he worked on. So that's kind of a con pro. Uh, he played with elite receivers, like you said. He leaves the pocket too soon sometimes and rolls left, which you'd like to see a quarterback roll right more often than not. But he rolled left, which throws across his body and then leads to inaccuracy. And then he, he had a good arm, but he can make all the throws just fine. But it's not an elite arm like we'll talk about some, but other only a couple other people here. Uh, let's get right into the next guy because we yeah. will rank these guys after Bryce Young. Give me some pros on Bryce. Uh, super sleek can run the ball. Uh, running threat is always a great thing, especially in super flex. Um, and has the has the passing accuracy to go along with it, which is which is great. You know, we see him getting flushed out of the pocket, doesn't phase him at all. Uh, can hit a, a dead beat straight on shot to the end zone doesn't matter where it is he puts it where the only the wide receiver can grab it and, and that's a big thing um yeah i'm excited about i'm, I'm excited about bryce young but I, i'm putting cj Stroud a little bit ahead of him yeah i honestly i love bryce i actually have bryce ahead of cj uh Ooh. he's 510 major concern 204 you know people are freaking out hand size hey nine and three fourths that that's a big hand for a guy that size. He's got mitts. He's 21. He'll turn 22 in July of the the 25th of July. Pros. He's outstanding at throwing on the spot with anticipation to allow receiver to stride after he catches the ball. Uh, insanely accurate within 20 yards. It's almost like he never misses. Uh, one of the quickest releases I've seen watching watching tape. I don't know if it's because of the size, but he is just like zip. It's it's out right when he gets it from shotgun. It's out. Yeah, uh, we five. talked about it. We talked about it off off uh, show a little bit last night as well when we were talking. You know, it, he reminded you of Drew Brees the way yeah, I, I'm getting he utilizes. Bit, yeah. yeah, I stole it. I'm sorry. No, you're um, good. Uh, the, the way he changes his style of passing through his college progression. You know, he's keeping that elbow up high to sling the pass faster and zip it right in there. Not a lot of passes getting knocked down. I love that that you picked that out at. For, for Bryce Young because, you know, everybody's worried about the the height situation, yet we didn't really see a flaw at the college level. Yeah, and, and you know, being 5'10", he's so good at placing the ball between the linebacker and safety on, you know, intermediate throws. It just seems like he drops it into a bucket. With all the size, size concer- concerns, he looks big to me. And like you mentioned, uh, from what I, I've heard and what I've seen, he kind of tilts his shoulders upright with his um, with his shoulder that he's throwing towards. It's kind of tilted up like Drew Brees was. So he's not getting many balls batted down, and he stands up straight. Kyler Murray 
He bends way too low to me, and that's why he has a ton of balls batted down. Bryce is a very straight up, you know, in the pocket. He's standing straight up, almost on his tippy toes, and he can throw on his tippy toes. Drew Brees did that a lot. I like what I saw, and like I told you, I think he, he you know, going into high school, he knew he wasn't going to have a growth spurt or anything, so he needed to adapt to being short, and I thought he did very well. I really like Bryce Young. I think he, he to me, seems like his throwing style is Trevor Lawrence. I, I know that's a bad comp because they're like all oh, one tall, one short. But if Bryce Young was six six like Trevor Lawrence, they'd be identical to me. Just the way they play stylistically. I like them both. I think they're both elite prospects. And I think Bryce Young is ahead of CJ Stroud for me. Uh, cons. I think we know a lot of them, but let's get into them. James, the floor is yours. Yeah, I mean, obviously the size is a is a main concern, really. Um, and almost only in in the sense for for Bryce Young, you know, he he's battled it a lot. The one thing I really didn't like was he did not run at the combine. He did not throw at the combine. Why not? Yeah, tons tons of water. Yeah, he drank like, gallons of water and just if drinking ran... bottles of bottles of water. Um, and you know maybe he should have recycled some of that into throwing at the combine. You know, and we wouldn't be talking neck and neck about CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. I, I think that he was afraid that he actually may lose some value if he actually competed in the combine, which, you know, in, in my regard is, yeah, there's there, he's hiding something. And that's, and that's what I'm a little concerned about. What is his motive for not working out with the rest of the guys that, that went to the combine. But then, I mean, the nice part about the pro days is they were back to back with Stroud and, and Young. So you kind of saw, and Bryce Young to me, perfect. I thought it was a great pro day. I know people said Stroud's was like elite, but for me, how the way Bryce Young carried himself and people like kind of surrounded themselves around him, I loved it. I loved everything I saw from Bryce. My cons, like you said, size. Uh, can he take hits? This is kind of a con slash pro. Can he take hits? He only missed one game in two years of starting. So yeah, he took a ton of hits. If you watch the tape, man, this guy got hit a a ton and he got right back up. Uh, not the strongest arm, but he can make every throw. I, I would say it's slightly below Stroud, but it's not far off at all. Maybe like a couple notches, but uh, it, his arm's just perfectly fine for the NFL. And my biggest issue is when plays break down, he's so smart and he's he knows where the play is. He's so textbook that if the wide receiver breaks off a route or doesn't like gets pushed off the route, Bryce still throws it there. And it sometimes get him in the sometimes gets him in the trouble. Um, that's my only issue. It's almost like, hey, you know, he knows the play. He's expecting you there. And if you're not there, it kind of sucks for him. And we've seen that with Rodgers and Brady a bunch in the NFL where they're so in tune with the receivers. They need you there. And uh, that's where Bryce is. So, like I said, not many cons on these two guys. They're 1A and 1A. If you took either one. I'm not going to knock you for it. I think they're perfect, yeah. but we'll get into rankings in a little bit. Let's go to the next guy. And this is the the Twitter love, we'll say. Anthony Richardson, the massive, massive human, 6'4", 244 pounds, 20 years old, turns 21, May 22nd. Hands, 10 and a half inch hands, which is a mitt. I mean, literally a winter glove for a hand. So... James, give me some pros about Anthony Richardson. I mean, obviously, if unless you've been sleeping under a rock, uh, his athleticism just jumps off the page. 
All right, he's best comped right now to Josh Allen, and there shouldn't be any difference. The size and speed, agility. I mean, the guy ran a four four forty, four four three to be exact at the at the combine, and then just shattered everything else as far as uh, long jump, broad jump, you name it. He did it. The guy has immense, immense athleticism, and. You know what? Not to be not to say anything else, but, you know, people are knocking him because, oh, yeah, well, he only really produced his last year as a senior or a junior rather in college. And I'm like, well, you know what? They really didn't give him a chance either. You know, I I think this I think he is a work in progress, obviously, at the next level. But not to get into the cons too much, man, this guy's electric. I watched him before the combine, before anything went out, and I was hoping he would fall. But guess what? He is right there at the top three, in my opinion. And man, his ceiling is just out of this world. Yes. And talking about that ceiling, when the pocket breaks down, he still has eyes downfield, which I like to see with the running quarterback. He's still looking to make plays down the field. Big, fast, cannon, bursty. I mean, that's pretty much describing Anthony Richardson in a nutshell. When given time in the pocket, he does progress through reads well. So that that's very promising for me for somebody who's like, oh, he's just one read and go. No, he knows how to go through reads just fine. Uh, All red flags on him are teachable slash fixable. So that's also positive. It's not like a weird release or he's just completely mentally incapable. The one thing that I that that I picked out and I'm sorry to interject here um, was that he is slightly reckless when running it in the open field, which. You know, we, we've seen running quarterbacks year after year go down and coaches don't want them to run so much or get into cons. collisions too much. And, <laughs> and and that that is like my one knock on Anthony. Well, we're Richardson. not on cons, James. Oh, well, <laughs> Oops. all right. He's very good in pocket and evading pressure. And his accuracy is very good when he's when he actually gets time and he can step into the throw. That's when you see him at his best when he's got time and he can step forward into a throw because it's just a thing of beauty. His deep ball, he can really float it and drop it right in there. Now, James, you can get back in line, get into the mic, and you can tell me about his cons. <laughs> I mean, he he's a little reckless when he runs downfield. That's a very, very reckless. (laughs) I mean, he he looks to be following in the footsteps of Cam Newton, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, these these uh, dual threat quarterbacks. And I I really can't knock them other than that. Like if you're going to run, be safe when you run slide, when you go down, uh, don't just go head first just because you're bigger than the guy in college, because that won't translate well. That'll translate into a lot of concussions at the next level. Yeah, I actually I have quite a bit of cons on him i uh i really wanted to fall in love with this guy watching i I mean you kind of have to he throws everything 100 miles an hour that's what it is like he has no touch sometimes if if it's not 50 yards or longer he's throwing it at you at 100 miles an hour he's got one speed he's a pitcher with one speed no breaking ball no change up it's just fastball 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 and uh, he's definitely going to need to change that sound like anybody. Josh Allen, I almost had the exact same issue with. Josh Allen had a stronger arm and just and Justin Fields balls. had the same problem as well. You just zipping him in there. Yep. Yep. And also, people don't compare him to Justin Fields. Don't compare any of these quarterbacks to anybody because they're not. They honestly, they're so 
different than any of like i comped into the 2020 class but i comped them more maybe the career arc not the player but don't comp these guys like zach wilson to another guy we're going to talk james you've been guilty of this not even close because zach wilson was god awful on tape yeah uh, you liked him at first i know oh, i like this value because his value uh-huh. sucked he was uh-huh. a early second round pick sometimes and his value was there you bought you know in that's at, what i at meant. the end of the first you bought in I don't no. want to hear it. <laughs> you can go back and listen to the tape, everybody. But uh, when under pressure, he can tend to roll right instead of just stepping into the pocket. He always likes to leave the pocket too soon when he had a lot of room right in front of him to step forward and even go forward. Uh, short passes like screens sometimes throws it into the wrong shoulder, which can tend to lead the receiver to get blown up or slow him down. So that's something that's teachable, you know, throwing to the right shoulder to throw them into stride, which is always a good thing because a lot of times it's like, oh, the receiver's got to turn around a little bit and he's getting hit by the corner or safety. Uh, he needs the right situation, offense coordinator. My favorite landing spot by far is Seattle, and then it's the Colts because of uh, Steichen. I like those two landing spots a lot for him. The only issue with Indy, he might get, you know, put into the starting spot a little sooner than later because Gardner Minshew. Uh, with, with Florida not having great weapons, you could tell Richardson felt like he had to do it all. Like the Georgia game, it almost felt oh, yeah. like he's like, I have to do this. He didn't have any help. And I think that is a good thing coming to the NFL because he's going to realize, hey, I've got help everywhere. Say he does land in Indy. I've got a stud running back. I've got Michael Pittman. They're going to add more weapons. He's got a good offensive line that can definitely come back from, you know, he, they pretty much hit rock bottom last year. That offensive oh, yeah. line. They can't get any worse. Their, their offensive line is the highest paid offensive line. And they're so good. Yet they just fell on their face. I don't know what it was, but. I, I, I want to talk about the landing spot in Seattle. If if that makes any more sense, because I really hope that he does go to Seattle and not yeah. Indianapolis. Uh, it would be a great landing spot behind Geno Smith. Just sit there for at least one year before he has even has to worry about getting into the live game situation. Um, and the similar style of play um, with the run pass option, it, it's just going to be gold if he lands in a, in a place like Seattle compared to Indianapolis, where they're actually going to have to, like, I guess, walk him on a leash a little bit. My favorite part about Seattle, DK Metcalf and him would be a tremendous combo. Like 100%. that would be fantasy gold. And if that happens, Metcalf stocks going through the roof. Uh, my last thing, he needs to take the 20 yard reception over the 60 yard reception more often because there's so many times you watch tape the receiver that kind of did a short curl or a slant route is jumping waving his hands telling him hey i'm open and richardson decides to go with the deep ball i get you got a cannon take the easier throw once in a while like i said first down that's teachable that can change but hey you know what something that probably won't change is your opinion on this next guy and that is will levis Let's talk a little about a little bit about the Penn State transfer. Goes to Kentucky. He is 6'4, 229 pounds. He's 23. He'll be 24 June 27th. So he's in that Kenny Pickett range. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all knock Pickett. So we got to knock Levis here. Uh, hands 10 and 5'8 hands. Some big hands. Some big hands. He's a big guy. And he uh he posted on Twitter about his, you know, weight gangs. And uh, he looks ready. James, are you ready for Will Levis? No, I'm not. 
Uh, I'm I'm one of the guys that are, that are probably less on Will Levis than anyone else, but you know he did show some some good signs, and we'll start with that first. Like first off, the arm cannon. He really does truly have an yeah. arm cannon. Flick of the wrist. Um, flick of the effort. wrist. It, it's really not too much. Yeah, yeah it's literally effortless. Um, how he can he can just open it up 40, 50 yards down the field with, with limited effort. Um, same zipping the zipping passes in the short in the short to medium range uh down the field. He's good. Like I don't have a problem with his arm. Do I have a problem with other things, aspects of his game? Yes. And um, I'll be happy to get into that after you talk. Go ahead. All right. Here's my pros because you know what? I came away really liking Levis. He's tough. He stays in the pocket to deliver throws knowing a big hit is coming. And it happens because that line did him no favors at all. It was awful. And uh, like if he went to offensive line, that can actually protect him. And if this guy has time, he is going to produce... He's the best arm talent in this draft. Just pure talent. Like we talked about, flick of the wrist, effort. Like he he shows no effort to it. But man, when he has to throw effort into it, he can zip that thing 70 yards plus. It is a cannon. Uh, with time, not even a crazy amount of time, he's accurate. Perfect. I think he's got perfect footwork. And with touch, if he has time. If, like I said, this is a big thing with these guys. If they are able to step into the pocket, step into their throws, All these guys can really throw accurately with very beautiful deep balls. Um, He goes through progressions very well. He played in the West Coast offense. He's one of the more pro-ready quarterbacks other than the the first two we talked about. Uh, And that's that's what you want to see. In With a bad offensive line, he was on his second progression right before he gets hit a lot of times. So I like seeing that. He knows how to throw towards the sideline. Back shoulder fades, which is a major play in the NFL. And I love that. He's very good at that. And he throws it to the correct shoulder a lot of times on screens and stuff. And the receiver just kind of keeps going in the motion they're going. I like to see that he's smart. He had like a 4.1 in in college. He's a very smart player. You know who else was like that? Justin Herbert. I'm not comparing the two, but we we were all down on Herbert saying he's not ready and stuff. Had a big arm, a big guy. And we just said, ah, we didn't like his college tape because it was meh. Like he had a good junior. It's almost like spot on with Herbert. Will Levis is here. Only thing about Herbert, he's a little younger coming in, which you like to see. But Will Levis, what don't you like to see? One of the things I don't like to see is his his moving around in the pocket is a little erratic. Um, not very stylish. No rhythm to his feet. Um, oh, he's it stylish. Scares me a little he's got bit. Flow. Yeah. Okay. Flow. Okay. Uh, put your guns away a little bit, Will Levis. It's not all about your arm. It's it's also about reading the defense. And I'm a little worried when it comes to that. Like we saw when the like you you had mentioned earlier, you know when that offensive line broke down, we saw the panic. You know, uh, I was watching some film this week, especially the game against Georgia. Um, he panicked straight up, overthrowing the the checkdown running back, overthrowing the out route to the receiver. And, and those are my concerns. Like, if you are missing the easy checkdowns to get rid of the ball and keep the ball safe, those are major concerns for me because that slows down keeping the plays alive, keeping the ball in the on the offense, down the field. And, and that's really what I'm concerned about. Can he control an NFL offense when it's all on his 
jacked up shoulders. Like I'm not, I, I'm, I'm really skeptical about it. I, I have a feeling that he's going to come into the NFL. He's going to get rushed out there, especially if he goes to Indianapolis, because he is better than Gardner Menchu. Um, you know, I, I'm worried that he's going to get r- rushed out there. The offensive line, like we we said, if, I'm I'm pegging him to go to Indy, so we could just go off of that. Like if Indy it, has but... the same offensive line problems that he did last that they did last year, and Will Levis is at the helm, we are going to see problem after problem. He's going to have a very very big struggling rookie season, and I think his value is definitely going to take a hit once the dr- rookie drafts are over. Um, we see C.J. Stroud. Um, and Bryce Young, uh, even Anthony Richardson with a, a higher ceiling. I think Will Levis, his ceiling is a little bit lower, um, maybe a low range QB one at his ceiling. And that's and that's like it. You know, we're talking maybe Kirk Cousins down the line, um, which is fine if if you like that. But I, I'm not sure I'm I'm willing to to waste a first round uh, draft pick rookie draft pick in a super flex league with Will Levis with some holes, especially at his age. All right. My cons are, he always felt like he didn't have control of the ball in 2021 versus Georgia. Every time he got the snap, he almost bobbled it. I don't know if it was nerves or stuff. Cause that rush in the 2021 Georgia team was nuts. It's Cause the offensive line stinks. Yeah. And he bobbled it a couple times. That was really the only game I saw, but I was like, God, it just seemed like he never got a hold of the ball. Uh, he was shook apparently, the whole apparently, time. apparently, he throws the ball without laces sometimes, which if he does, and he's still able to throw it that far, like good on you, but throw with the laces. That's, that's common sense. You get a little more grip uh, based on uh, base can sometimes be inconsistent. His lower base. It happens when he's getting pressured. This can be a constant theme. Uh, he can get checked down happy sometimes, which I don't like to see. Like you got an arm and you got like, if you're getting rushed a lot, he likes to kind of just play it safe real quick. Yeah, I and then he misses that. the misses the drop down pass. So that's yep. that's a scary thing. And the old, you know, he is older. He transferred from Penn State. I understand, but we'd like to see him a little younger. Josh Allen, I think, was 22, 23 when he came out. So not too big of a deal, but I do think he's more pro ready than some other quarterbacks that we'll talk about soon, which will be very quick because we do not like him. Uh he pats on the ball before he lets it rip, and that coincides with the next thing. He gets rid of the ball. He needs to get rid of the ball sooner. If he got rid of that motion, he'd have a quicker release. He pats, then throws. Don't do that. Doug likes to call it, you know, burping the baby. He's burping said the baby, Bledsoe. baby. Drew Bloodsoe did it. He said in his career. So that's really my only cons. I came away really liking Levis. I like his. I think he's got a higher floor than a lot of people think. I'm just con- really concerned about the indecisiveness when the pressure is on him in the pocket. Um, you know, I had like no we, weapons. We can go no, back to that Wanda Georgia left, game, man. After Wanda left, nothing. Name me, <laughs> name me a weapon. His yeah, running no, back not, is not coming out of trash. Kentucky. His That's his running sure. back, uh, Rodriguez, trash. I, I watched a little bit of him, and I was like, yuck. No, it's so bad. Like they I mean, no yeah, I, I understand. No supporting staff. No supporting uh cast. Rather in the receiving game, but you know, like. It doesn't matter who your receiver is if you totally miss them on an out route or over the shoulder throw on the on the edge. See, on the, on I saw the... accurate throws outside the hashes. That's I mean, I like there's there, there's there's some yes, but Let's you know see. when I look at tape, I don't look for the good plays. I look for the bad stuff. 
because if the bad stuff can't be fixed, which most of the stuff can be, thank thankfully, you know, Will Levis, he should turn out just fine. Like I said, you know, a Kirk Kirk Cousins type ceiling is is just fine for Superflex, and I'm okay with that. It's just I'm I don't know if I'm gonna pay up like like give me Bijan Robinson over him, give me the other three quarterbacks that we just mentioned over him, in my opinion. And now let's talk about a guy that if you were to drop Will Levis in this situation, I think would have had an outstanding season. And uh, talking about, you know, playmakers for days, Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee, 6'3", 217 pounds, age 25. January 13th is his birthday, so he'll be 25 all year. I'm sitting here saying that's old, and I'm I'm an old geriatric, you know, shit myself. So he's got 10 and a half inch hands. Pretty you ain't, you ain't 45 today. So. No, no, I am not. Uh, let's talk pros. This will be very quick. <laughs> I mean, he's got a nice vertical jump. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, he, he does. He is able to run the run the ball. And, and that is a plus. You know, we look at it. You know, he was consistently over the last three years in college at, at least 400 plus rushing yards. Um, only minimal interceptions, which is great. You know, 27 passing touchdowns last year. That's two interceptions. I, yep. I put I, I, I like that ball in danger. Yeah, right. I, th- I think that's that's one of those things that you can kind of rely on at the next level. Um, if he's not making those mistakes in college, it's it's less to happen at the next level in the NFL. Um, but on the other side of things, you know, he is a little reckless when he is running uh, more so than I talk. I alluded to with Anthony Richardson. Um but that that just goes to show like the the kind of school the scheme that Tennessee had you know it was it was mainly okay i am just forced to do everything here not too many weapons who was their wide receiver was it jalen hyatt it was t- hyatt and yeah. uh, tillman they, I mean, they had two good receivers they had two good receivers which is great uh i i wish he we could have saw more i don't think he is the prototypical starter at the nfl level uh maybe a teddy bridgewater we <laughs> talked about uh like an older teddy my, bridgewater not even like a carolina panthers teddy bridgewater not a comp, not a starting minnesota viking <laughs> my teddy comp i posted on twitter was a tuned up teddy bridgewater had a baby with a very poor man's lamar jackson <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's my comp for Hendon hooker he's got a good arm enough oomph to get it out into the sidelines he throws with good touch on the deep ball which is good to see when he's able to step into it uh good pocket presence which is always good to see he seems to keep his eyes downfield while moving forward and like i said never really puts in the trouble um my cons on the older side by a lot and doesn't have much time to waste sitting which i think he needs to ball comes out wobbly almost all the time. I don't like his throwing motion. It's weird. It's a weird release. It, Teddy Bridgewater had it, but it's almost like the spiral isn't tight. It's just a loose spiral. And sometimes yeah. it gets a little wobbly. I, I just, I don't like hooker. I'm, um, I think I'm going to avoid him from everything I've heard. He could be a first round pick. I, he's kind of an avoid player. If he reaches that a late first, early second rookie pick. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and jump on the bandwagon for for the draft stock of him rising. Like I just don't get it. Like yeah, he made some plays during the Senior Bowl. Woohoo! The Senior Bowl quarterbacks stunk it up. Uh, he was probably the best one. 
listen, it, it's it's not a big thing. I double-checked Hendon Hooker, and I wanted to see because he was landing at the beginning of the second round in Superflex rookie drafts. And I'm like, okay, well, the value is kind of there like we saw with Jalen Hurts. Guess what? Newsflash, folks. He's not Jalen Hurts, okay? He does not know how to read a field and, and lead a, a receiver open like Jalen Hurts does. He does not know how to run smartly and get out of bounds, control the ball, like Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not biting on this guy. I, I really am not. I'd rather just pull some some extra running backs in the second round in a super flex dynasty rookie draft. All right. Well, before we get into kind of the outside of the top five, let's talk about trophy smack. If you want to upgrade your fantasy league, you know, baseball's coming up, might as well get that baseball trophy. Go ahead, use code DHH ring to get yourself a free $60 championship ring. Give it to your commission. Give it to yourself. Give it to your wife. Wh whatever you want to do, just you get a free ring. $60 with the trophy belt. They got tons of other choices. They got wall decor. They got stuff for the losers. A toilet seat you can wrap around their, their neck and say, ha, loser. They got <laughs> turds. They got, they got everything you need for your league to upgrade it. And while, while you're at there, DHH ring to get that free ring. I recommend doing this. I have it for a lot of my leagues. So go out now, DHH ring once again, trophysmack.com, and upgrade your league. Let's get into these second-tier players. I'm going to give you a quick – do you have anybody outside the tier? Um, Yeah, I, I, I'm keeping my eye on one guy. I want to see where his draft capital goes. He's a little bit older, 24 years old. Malik Cunningham out of Cincinnati. Pass. Fast. <laughs> He's no, super fast. Oh, pass pass. me. Yeah, I mean, I'm not buying into any of these guys. I'm not even buying into Hendon Hooker, let alone Malik Cunningham or even Dorian Thompson Robinson. That's Bennett. I'm I'm out on Stetson Bennett. Yeah, but you know what? In the fifth round of a rookie draft, I'll He's we'll be take like a, a shot. third just because you know, of his pedigree. Yeah, and and you know what? I, that's the only thing that I liked about Stetson Bennett: how he can hang hang in there two years back to back and win national championships. Like those are huge things for a quarterback like at the next level you know we we were very high on jimmy garoppolo when he was playing in, in the patriots organization but as soon as he got out of that they were like oh wow you know he has a bigger ceiling than we really expected and i think that can happen for one of these guys mainly stetson bennett with the pedigree of play that he has put up so far um especially in the past two years yeah, like Max Duggan, I actually like his uh, potential. He's got potential. He's six one and a half, hand nine and seven eighths, weight two oh seven. He's twenty two, turned twenty two March twelfth. So he's on the younger side for these guys. Uh, his legs are a weapon. He's very yeah, fast. Yeah, he definitely had the speed, man. Four or five speed yep. at the forty. Yep. His his accuracy and footwork do need work. He's got good arm to make every throw. He has the tools to become a plus backup with some with a chance to start in the NFL. So uh, those type of players, late third, mid third. Yeah, sure. Especially in a super flex when their value can go through the roof. And, and my favorite Tyson Badgen. love Tyson Badgen. Wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he played for Shepard, which is a yep. very low competition, but uh, senior bowl and the combine eye opening. I thought he, he stayed in there with, uh, with the other guys like, you know, accuracy wise, I thought he was one of the guys that stood out uh, beyond Hayner, who I'm not even going to talk about. Uh, I thought he was a guy that really opened my eyes. He's 6'3", 213, 22 years old. He'll turn 23 June 8th. 
hand, uh, nine and a half. He's, he's got good athletic ability. He's got a plus arm and accurate when given time. Um, in my opinion, he holds the most upside out of all of these second tier type guys. Who's and, that badging? Yes. And yeah. I would take him the fourth round overtaking hooker in the early second. Like if I'm going to be like, Oh, what am I going to spend my picks on? Give me badging over hooker where they're being drafted every yeah, day. I, I love, think his, it's, love his upside. It's, it's a lower tier school. I get that. But anytime where a player can throw over 4,500 yards in consecutive seasons, you know, over 570 passing attempts, consecutive seasons and, and complete like almost 68% of your passes. That's amazing. And your dad's an arm wrestling champ. Yeah. And your dad's (laughs) the arm wrestling champ. So, you know, that, that helps as well too. I mean, his work, not too much on the ground, but yeah, definitely. And I, I think that, he can he can make someone lose a job as a as a backup oh, yeah. quarterback in the NFL. I, I think he's the closest Brock Purdy we have in this draft. I know yeah, everybody's I can looking agree for with that. Brock Purdy, yep. but for me, Tyson Badgett is the closest we've got. Uh, even Mike White, that I would take a Mike White type player because I yeah. mean he's you know he had some good starts. He's in Miami now. That's the type of player he can turn out to be. Uh, the last one, Stetson Bennett, five eleven. 10 inch hands, 192 pounds, 25. He'll turn 26 October 28th. Uh, he, he was helped out by a dominating defense. His O line was one of the best in the country. Uh, he is underrated with his speed and running. Uh, he has an average to below average arm. He can make the throws, but they're not getting out there quick. <laughs> you better Real hope you're... Sam Howell or Stetson Bennett. Uh, Sam Howell. Okay. Me too. Uh, I mean, I, that's easy for me. I still think Howell is what we all want Baker. We all wanted Baker to be. That's my opinion. I think that's what Howell could be. I hope so. Uh, we shall see soon enough, my friend. In my opinion, uh, Bennett will be a longtime NFL backup. And if he does hit his ceiling, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, where later on in his career, he has a couple years of starting for a team as a bridge quarterback. Hmm. Sorry, Stetson. So that is the quarterbacks. You got anything you want to talk about? No, not really. I, I mean, nothing, nothing really. Uh, we talked about it, man. I, I really don't want to talk about any other of these quarterbacks no, because no. we're gonna waste, we're gonna waste our time and the public's time. You know, I mean, just if, quick, quick reads, you, real fast. Yeah. You know, if, if you're if you're sitting there contemplating life, um, go out and get Manscaped. Manscaped has the right tools for the job, just like we use the right tools for the job when we are searching for dynasty gems uh skin safe t- technology waterproof nifty if you want to be dolphin smooth like dog doug usually says led lighting dog. to shine a spotlight <laughs> on your overgrown hedges uh lawnmower 4.0 wireless charger weed whacker nose hairs yeah listen you grow it they'll trim it uh check out manscaped for all your manscaped needs use code dhh for 20 percent off manscaped your balls and, we'll thank you for it and james all this tape we've watched dynasty yeah. nerds i'll watch it in the prospect oh. room they got tons of cut-ups all 22 cut-ups which is what you want you know what you missed the play a little bit it's just coming right up they're going to replay it for you you don't even need to hit pause rewind the the prospect film room is a godsend to me i yes. love it 15 percent off you can get uh, for with code dhh you can get off any subscription they have uh trade tools nerd herd episode they have an extra of prospect film room like we mentioned and the dynasty gm which is so much fun to just play around with and and kind of 
dial up some trades. Yep. Dial up trades, tinker around with your team, see, you know, or, or even just brag, you know, this week <laughs> I, I took a screenshot of a league that I've, I've run for nine years with some friends and I've always been middle of the tier. And you know what? Dynasty GM put me up one out of 10. It's a 10 team league. And I am, I, I am champ in the Dynasty GM eyes. So that I, that's what I like to use. And I sent it careful to with that. Any careful yes. with that. It could be misleading. That, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but it shows that my team has tremendous value. So when you start looking at the, at the film, at the, GM, you can go ahead and do that, especially if you're bored this time of year, spring break. Uh, yeah. Other than that, that's it. I we're think it's go time over, to get out of here. Yeah, we're going to do running backs next week. Doug will be back. And hey, Doug, happy birthday once again. Hopefully you enjoy it. James and I, we're going to go play around round of golf on PGA 2K23 after oh, we are done here. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? If you can't, if the weather's not great like it is here. Might as well just play it on the on the old Xbox. Hey, so I played it again, today. I played around today. It was great. It was great to be yes, outside. Yes, that's true. Touch grass. Well, once again, we'll see you guys next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour. <laughs>